Alright everybody, welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Bleachers. I'm joined by my incredible, knowledgeable, and sage-like co-host, you know, from uh, you know, everything except the shirt that he wears is the problem, but yeah, 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 my co-host with the mostest, Moses Waldo. Moses, how are you doing, man? I'm good, yeah. uh, especially after a W. Things are looking bright. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, and then I myself, you know, Tendo Bossa, I can also say confidently, uh, I'm, things are looking bright after a uh, post of the W you're, as well. You're up 20 plus. Yeah, you allowed Brooklyn to come back, but I don't know if that was just intentional. You're like, you know, we want to just really yeah, go in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, you know, they're they're a tough game. They're a tough team. So, you know, it's a, it's a lot of defense that we had to put in more so than attacking. But we're trying to read the game, you know. But glad to be back. Episode 15, ladies and germs. We have a lot more to talk about this week. I think it's you know this is really the the beginning of the 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 peak the cream of sports that we'd been aching for since the beginning since May Moses I feel like this was the week we were actually hoping for the, it's a it's a smorgasbord of sports across the board and it's high level it's full of drama we have storylines out the hoo ha it's hard to find the best ones to even pick for the show. Um, and this is incredibly, this is incredibly different from at least like six, seven weeks ago where we were like pulling scraps. I was ready to pull out like what's happening in, you know, d- uh, Frisbee golf, you know, what's, what, what, what are they talking about there? You know, who the, who the ins and outs, but now I have been, I've been watching uh, ESPN yeah. show, so I would not know. So I'll have to brush up on it. Yeah, please, please do. It's very, very exciting. You know, you guys, come on, give it a chance. Spelling bees, ping pong, frisbee golf. I miss the spelling bees. That's I... one thing I miss. I really do. Actually, you I know really what? do miss it. The ESPN. That's one of the things. Uh, that's one thing that's been lacking on my, the ESPN and ESPN Plus. I can. That's agree what's with been that. lacking. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really, I really felt there was like a hole <laughs> in my soul. And I was wondering what it was to watch, and, you know, you just said, and then it was just like an sure, epiphany for sure to watch it those spelling pre- bee, watching prepubescent uh, teens be put through like it, a, an enormous the, amount the, of the stress and anxiety. Of yeah. Yeah. <laughs> More than any and that's, human that's, tele- that's television. That yeah. makes great television. It's right up there with the Westminster dog show. It's just dogs. Any human kids are stressing out trying to spell a word. Yeah, that's yeah. like, you know, kids 20 are, different characters. Kids are pausing out. Moses trying to spell. That's, yeah, that's there's that one I mean. of that one kid who yeah. like fainted, yeah. got back up, said the word. I think Clutch. that was done. I I per- no, I think that was done as a ploy because it's like I need more time, Paul. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and it's like, all right, I'm buying myself a couple more minutes while they're trying to be, you know, in my head. This yeah, is what I'm thinking. It, of. Spell it, spell it. Yeah, no, 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 I hear you. Yeah, I hear and then, yeah. So it was crafty, you know. It's it one of you know, it's it one of these man. Whether, one of yeah, these. whether it was intentional or not, you know, that's a thirty for thirty moment. Um, you know, ESPN. I look to you to put that through. We need a spelling bee thirty for thirty, and I'm like, yeah. You know, bring him on. Yeah, exactly. We need a documentary on that kids. Kid. You yeah. know, these kids. Like he was like, listen. When you're in the, you know, I want to have him in the back, like, like, uh, like, like the lost dance, you know, yeah. have him just looking. Oh, yeah, yeah. Basically, the, the kid's like, yeah. And then the other kid the took cigar. my hanky, and I took it personal. <laughs> you know, it <laughs> yeah, I, exactly. And yeah, I, and I, and the I, guy, uh, yeah, bumped me. It's like he bumped me in the lunch line. Yeah, and yeah. I took it personally. I took it personally, so I. I dropped a 16, uh, six, 16 letter word on his ass, you know, like it was nothing. A flimmacuation. Huh? Exactly. Greek. You don't Can I know. get some more apple juice? Yeah. Can I get some more <laughs> yeah. apple juice? Yeah. In, the, in what should be whiskey. Um, yeah, yeah. It's but, like in a whiskey glass, but it's apple juice. But yeah, I what I'm also... And the reading, cigar is like one of the old uh, Popeye ones. Popeye cigarettes. Like, oh, those uh, those uh, chalk cigarettes. Like, um, yeah. It's like, it's a pretzel covered in chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, what, that's what you need. Yeah. That's what you need. Come on, ESPN. We are giving you gems right now. Um, but yeah, I also wanted to talk like, first of all, let's, let's jump into it straight into it. You know, uh, NBA, I know I, uh, we talk a bit more about it than usual, but like now I'm sorry. It's, it's been the most sensational two weeks. We never got to really talk about it, but Damian Lillard, incredible performance, uh, MVP of the bubble. Moses, what are your thoughts, man? I would not give him the MVP of the bubble though, No, but he was close. Oh yeah. 
I wouldn't give it to him. I'd give it to Booker. Shooting had 18 rebounds last time these two teams met back in February. So, dang, pitter patter dribble. Right hand from the left side. The patented Damian Lillard finish. Junior controls, tries to go against Whiteside, but Nurk comes in and swats it from behind. Great help. He's still got more in the tank to show us. Working around the Nurk screen. Dame once again, and the Blazer guards having no issue getting to the rim in this first quarter. Quick. He's got tons. Outdoing the Grizzlies and what the Grizzlies do best. Tricks in the bag and things that he's going to do that's just going to wow Dame, us. Working against but Jackson Jr., that right hand. It, just a I, I slight think, pause. Good Booker hands from Melo. Deserves it considering how he's CJ led gets that the loose ball. Dame on the wing looking for his yeah, first perfect, three. Uh, Count it. Just so Dame splashes a three after the land and a five-point flurry. Blazers up five. Dame handles with five seconds left. Dame takes it to the middle. Kicks it to the corner. Gary Trent Jr. puts the Blazers up eight as we get ready to head to the locker room for halftime. So Gary Trent Jr., and Portland 13 in points game, off the bench. You know, Carmelo Dame Anthony, brings it down using the Nurkic screen. Gets blitzed by Valentunas. But Dame, once again for the third time. Big guarding the other big coming over and help. Really and then another the big whirling around like a tornado and, uh, on the other end. Going to have a chance for three. Thought about a deep three. Brooks defense. Really Tend to shoot on the clock. Dame drives middle. Gets on the hip of Dylan. Blazers trail the Grizzlies by nine. Just over 130 left in the third quarter. Dame trying to work against Tolliver. Shakes him. And Dame rolls in the three. So the Blazers, after a couple of possessions, cut the deficit to six. Dame up top. Nice through a couple of defenders. Dame with the left hand. Luscious as that rolls in. Blazers trail by two. Incredible. It's just hard to find, you know, and at, at, at this level as well. And especially in the circumstance that, yeah, you are in this bubble. There's just COVID happening in the background. There's also social issues. So, like, these things tend to, like, play a role and, like, affect the mindset of a lot of players, especially the young players. But we are seeing a new sort of wave of incredibly talented, you know, uh, first, second year, you know, uh, freshman and sophomore players who are like just really putting it out there um and i think it's it's really taking the whole level the whole game to the next level because it pushes someone like damian lillard and i feel like that's that's where they're coming from with this uh bubble mvp that dame um is an incredible scorer is an incredible player but i think dame we've come to realize is the type of guy who who needs that that adversity right it's it's obvious in in the macro level of it because you've seen how he's reacted when people have counted him out in in previous uh, you know instances and how he's put people to bay but i think in this aspect it's a little bit different right i i i lament dame and portland's um playoff runs of the last three years continuously because you know leading up to it when dame would get his the, the get them to the playoffs it's it's Dame time. It's the most exciting, ferocious basketball you could ever watch. And then as he gets into the playoffs, then it's who is Dame? Is it, you know, is it Dame or Dame Dollar? Is Dame Dollar doing enough? You know, it doesn't seem like it. Um, but this time, you know, I, I, I watched a bit of, uh, I saw Skip Bayless threw a few comments out, a few other people um, showing shade to him. So I think now, because of that, it's lit this fire. And I think this the, the bubble... The MVP bubble is 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 just testament to that, and I think it's going to get to the next level. I I'm I'm praying for a a stronger playoff run. I know that means, you know, a certain LeBron James does not get his his crown this year, but I I firmly believe, and I believe he he has the juice in order to get past this uh, this Lakers team and actually justify this MVP. You know, he's just been that good. Um, there's, there's no one else. What do you think? You just, uh, in all, well, I'm just trying, uh, I'm just trying to see what the statistics were for when mm -hmm. he came into the bubble and, and how influential, uh, he was, um, yeah, you look at, uh, what's going on. Um, well, Vucevic is having a good game with Orlando. Oh yes. Oh yeah. And as we are, if you guys don't know, as we are recording, uh, the playoffs are happening right now as well. We have Orlando against um, who is it? Oh, it's Orlando against. Does it matter? Doesn't <laughs> even matter. Doesn't even matter. But the the only one that really matters, of course, is uh, is Portland against the Lakers. 
Um, I also that's the big matchup. It's Milwaukee and Orlando. Yeah, and the thing is, uh, it was a big uh, upset uh, for Orlando. They yeah, yeah, yeah. Twenty-two to one ten. Yeah. Oh, Orlando. Yeah, Orlando won that game, right? Giannis had thirty-one and seventeen uh, and seven. Couldn't do it. But uh, not enough. Not enough. Um, no, it was a big, big first quarter um, for Orlando, and they kind of carry that slowly into the, the next uh, next Vems. three quarters, and they ended up taking that one. So Vems, that's very interesting Vems to see how that the breaks, out. ladies and gentlemen. This is yeah, my... and of course we got like T.J. Warren versus Jimmy Butler in their series, right? Let's go, Jimmy Butler, T.J. Warren. It's going to be a very interesting. It's a very yeah, interesting like, matchup because they are... day two, of course, is fantastic. Then you got OKC Houston, which is another tantalizing. Uh, Matchup, mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. course, with a, a lot of the, the storylines involving got... both um, OKC with uh, CP3 taking on his old club in Houston, mm-hmm. and you, same thing with Westbrook, who's taking on his uh, old club, his original club that he started with, Seattle yeah. slash o- Oklahoma, Oklahoma City. Oklahoma, so, yeah. yeah, very, very interesting. Yeah, I, I would like to see how CP3 destroys Houston because uh, – I think that's the most appropriate uh, response to, to being thrown to the wayside, to opting for, you know, youth and um, someone who you think gels better with the team, right? I, yeah, they're going to get what they deserve in that one. I, I really 0.2% think... 0.2% chance to make the playoffs. Yeah. I. You know what? Listen, over the last week and a bit, Moses, you know, after what you had said last week with regards to CP3's... And what his 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 naming of MP, MVP for the regular season as a whole, I I looked back at it and I said, you know what? For the the basis that it requires you to be the the most valuable player for your franchise and give you that ability mm-hmm. to to make it being able to make a difference in a game, that's something you know that your team would yeah would essentially crumble if you were not in the lineup. Yeah. Yeah, that was CP3. Yes, that that like was you, CP3. He was most season. valuable to his team for sure, bar for sure. none. And if you lost LeBron James, you still had Anthony Davis. You would still be able to coast. You would have made the argument for LeBron last year because when he went down, that's when things went south for the mm-hmm. Lakers, right? So you could have made that same argument for LeBron that he carried that team. CP3 did the same for OKC, yeah. and I felt it was uh, it was unfortunate that he wasn't one of the three finalists for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, I, uh, I also wanted to just switch gears and like, we also need to make sure we have a, a good understanding of our playoff seating here because, uh, Moses, I had, a, a few predictions here for the playoffs. Um, I wanted to get your, your feedback as well, but, um, out of the East, you know, we have obviously the Bucks, Magic, Raptors, Nets, Celtics, 76ers, Pacers, and Heat. I'll probably have a graphic in the back uh, later on, just to, just to justify it. Um, and then the Western Conference, we have Lakers, Trailblazers, Clippers, Mavericks, Nuggets, Jazz, Rockets, and Thunder. Um, so for the East, I had at least getting to the next round, of course, Bucks, Raptors, Celtics, Pacers. I don't think the Heat are going to make it this time. TJ Warren's going to go off. That's going to be the dark horse. Out of those two, it's going to be Bucks Raptors making it to the final. The Celtics, I know you guys had a good run, uh, but it's just not going to happen for you. Um, I don't know who you think you guys are, but uh, you know, since losing Al Horford, it's been a pretty steep downturn for you guys. And, what are you uh, talking about? Gordon Hayward's got glass ankles. I don't know. Oh my god! Know, uh, what are you talking about? Was he just, influential? Don't get me wrong. I love Al Horford. Yeah. But you're saying there's this incredible drop off. Okay, like easy I, there. Honestly, I genuinely think that. Okay, I'm not saying that it's you're not. It's not possible. You if guys we did have not have boys. this, if we did not have this close, I think it would have been a lot tighter of a uh, for a spot for second place. For sure. Like the Raptors. For sure. For sure. Um, but yeah, that is you know that's 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 it. Jason Tatum's gonna show out, but I don't see too much past that this is not the year for them brad you know brad stevenson needs need to just go back and like do a bit more tinkering you have something there but it's just it's just not all the way so i see bucks raptors just to... put taco in front of the rim we're good all right <laughs> but 
And as I, as I said before, I see my Raptors making it back to back. We're going to make it to the finals. Bucks, you're going to have to try harder. So that's my uh, predictions for the East. For the West, Lakers, Trailblazers, obviously. Trailblazers, I believe as well. Um, Clippers, Mavericks. You know, honestly, honestly, I was going to say Clippers at first. But after that first game and seeing what the refs had to do, Moses, I don't know if you caught that game out. But what the refs had to do to keep the Clippers on top? I don't know. <laughs> it's a little bit of grandstanding by the, well, the, the refs, officials. Do the refs wear black, by the way? Yeah. Are the refs wearing black? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Curious it to looked know. like it. At least two of them were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I saw yeah. them in the locker room at halftime. It's kind of weird being in the Clippers locker room when you're supposed to be, like, I don't know, like, uh, in impartial. You know, it's kind of weird. But anyway, I didn't know shoves could get you text. Um, if he had How's even, even a shove, that's just not even you know, a shove, a polite tap on the shoulder. Oh, but or it, the it, chest. but it, it goes back to, the, you know, there's also clips. If you look back at other refs who kind of turn it into their show. They, you know, they've done things like that before. I miss the old NBA. I, where you could like, punch a man and then you'd be like, all I right, mean, that's a warning. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? warning. First warning. Uh, I, I want the days where people were squaring up and ready to fight each other. Not Man. fans, but just like the players. Yeah. That was the best time. Yeah. Malice and in the playoffs completely changed. Let's things. go. Yeah, I did. Yeah. And then, you know, you know, then you then you have an infamous what? Yeah, I remember I, I remember the day when I realized in my own mind that the the refing was had just lost. It was watching the um Pistons play and it was uh Ben, the other Ben Wallace, was staring down one of these refs, and uh, who was future put in a Don- in Donahue's book in terms of the corrupt uh, refs out here. But besides the point, but he stared him down for a poor call, and out of you know, out of not even making a move or or even gesturing towards the ref, the ref screams, uh, "That's a t- that's a T." You're ejected. That's whack. For simply staring down the the ref for his call. I was like, something's up. Something's up. It's like the one where uh, you had years ago. I I forget who the guy was, but it was uh, Tim Duncan. There was a a foul or something happened to play and it was stopped. And and Duncan was on the bench. And he lost. Joke or something. He was laughing. And it looked like he was laughing at something completely different. All of a sudden, the ref turned teed him up and ejected him yeah and i was like are you serious yes and for what i was just like are you that thin skinned that yeah. you have to do that i but... think he was lost i think what it was was it had become a uh, a series because between duncan and that ref because that game it was against the mavericks and and duncan was ridiculing the refs for their poor calling right he they had called fouls on uh, against the Spurs once or twice that went towards the Mavericks, and the Mavericks got to go shoot. And it was a it was a very big case. It was a a case of ball don't lie, and the balls didn't go the 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 shot didn't go through, right? It was very evident um, that that had just ticked off um, uh, Duncan. And then he he proceeded, you know, he giggled, laughed it off, and then I think later on another call happens. And same thing, he, 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 you know, looks over, giggles, ref just turns around, beelines for the bench, by the way, and then just tells him to get to the showers. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. I don't understand um, the thought process, and these are things that are irreversible. That's the, that's the, the power that these refs have, and I, sometimes you kind of have to look at where they are within themselves. Mentally, like, you're ruining the game. Oh, absolutely. I think the rest should be there to kind of guide the game, not necessarily yeah. be the star of the yeah. game. And that's what happened. No. Let's get to more of your, your picks. So yes, you, you of got, course. so you're picking the referees over the Mavericks refs over the Mavericks refs going all the way, uh, the semifinals <laughs> nuggets jazz. I think it's a nuggets day. The Joker is a little too much rockets thunder. I, I do want thunder to win. I, I, I did already, uh, say, I think they are a better team, but uh, to be perfectly honest, James Harden is going to pull one out uh, in, I think, game five, six, uh, and really bring it back home. So after that, I think it's going to be a Rockets-Nuggets. Uh, Rockets will beat the Nuggets in that aspect. 
Lakers, of course, versus the refs. The refs are going to be on the side of the Lakers uh, or not, you know, whichever L.A. team you want to go with. Um, and then from there on, I think we're going to have a final between the Rockets versus either the refs or Rockets versus the Lakers. Um, at that point, I think the Lakers could edge out. The Clippers do have, I mean, sorry, the refs do have a, uh, a bit of an advantage, obviously, having an extra three people on their roster. Uh, allowing at for that times. versatility at all times, allowing for that versatility, and even one behind the glass. You know, you have the fourth one just to just to just to queue up the footage and then uh, give you the poor calls anyway, and be like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> personal." <laughs> um, I think Lakers edge out, uh, make it to the final, the promised land. The King James is just the guy, and it's Lakers versus Toronto. I think yeah, Toronto has it. Um, that's that's my predictions. I put it on wax. You heard it here first. Sh- shoot me now if I if I'm wrong. What what say you, Moses? Okay, we'll start with the East. Yeah, uh, I got the Bucks advancing. I'm going to take the Heat over the Pacers in seven. Okay, so it's going to be Bucks and Heat in the next round. Yeah, uh, the other small part of the bracket in the East with the Celtics and Sixers. I'm going Celtics in that one, and I'm going to go the Raptors. Now, going down to the uh, semifinals, I think it's going to be the Raptors who do edge out the Celtics. Uh, I can put bias aside. Thank you very much. Let's go. I know what you were Let's thinking. Go. Come on, man. Uh, but I'm saying, Come on. in terms of what I see, it's going to be a hard-fought series, but I do feel the Raptors will get the edge. Cannot uh, knock the hustle. Celtics, I do see uh, Milwaukee it's beating the Pacers mm-hmm. in the next round. Mm-hmm. And uh, after that, uh, or the Heat, sorry, in the next round, and then after that, I think I see a couple. You know what? No, scratch that. Because I had the Heat going through the Bucks. I feel the Bucks are going to be disappointing. It was somewhere down the road. I scratch scratch that part. The Heat will <laughs> go to the conference finals. I'm changing it up. I'm flipping the script. Heat and Raptors in the conference finals. I have the Raptors winning that series. Okay. They are going to be in the final. Out of the West, yeah. I have the Lakers just narrowly edging out Portland uh, out of that one versus eight seed. I have the Thunder beating the Rockets, Ooh. so CP3 will have revenge. You, However, you he will not advance it. further than the semis. They will ah. lose to the Lakers. Ah. Uh, when it comes to the refs and the Mavericks, well, I'm going to yeah. clearly go with the refs. The they, refs they are going to win. Bot handed in. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. You got you got the refs. You got the cyborg. Uh, you, know, <laughs> you got Beverly who talks too much. I love it. It's a, it's a perfect <laughs> concoction for an NBA title. Uh, then you also have the Nuggets and Jazz. Yes. I am going to go with Jamal Murray. And the Nuggets, they looked fantastic. Incredible performance. Game one in that overtime. Yeah, he needed to step his game up, and he delivered yeah. in game one of the playoffs. And you talk about Jokic, who's uh, phenomenal. He's trimmed down. Um, he made some incredible passes uh, in that game as well. So yeah. I give the Nuggets the edge in that series. When it yeah. comes to the refs um, slash Clippers versus the Nuggets, obviously it's going to be the Clippers. Yeah. And I have the Lakers going to the conference final. So it's going to be a battle of L.A. with the Clippers mm-hmm. in that series. The Clippers will wow. face the Raptors in the final, and I'm going to say yeah. Kawhi is going to win another NBA title and another Finals MVP. Back to back, hey, back to back for him. There will be a back to back, but it will be for Kawhi. <laughs> All courtesy of the uh, NBA Refing Association and their contribution to uh, making sure the champions are decided beforehand. But Absolutely. <laughs> you you got to do something. There's going to be a party in L.A. That's going to oh, be a guaranteed. Given. Guaranteed. Yeah. They're bringing I think it to... it's safe to say. Yeah. Yeah. I, but not I... to say the Raptors won't make it a series. I think the I think the Raptors are going to be good for years to come and yes. possibly make another one or two NBA finals uh, during their stretch here. I agree. Um, even with uh, Kyle Lowry eventually kind of fading away as yeah. uh, time goes on. I, I think the Raptors do have something great there and Nick Nurse and. You know, you know, Messiah Jury and what they've done uh, from top to bottom in that franchise. Uh, yeah, they're going to be uh, the cream of the crop for, for many years to come. Okay. But no. they're not going to win it. It's okay. going to be the Clippers. <laughs> Edged out. Just literally by the uh, the Clippers. I, yeah, I compliment you like a million times of and course, I smack you down. That's okay. That's what you do. That's what you do. You got to keep it real, you know? These are predictions. Can't, you just can't be like, yeah, everything's all sunshine oh, and rainbows. Yeah. No, you got you to gotta sprinkle in a little bit of... Yeah, you got to get sugar with, with the medicine. You know, sugar makes the... 
You gotta get a sweet. Yeah, you gotta take your medicine. Yeah, there exactly. You go, there you go. Put a little sugar in there. You should put a little sugar so, in the that's shit. That's what I have, man. But you know what? Uh, the games so far in the first four or five now um, that have been completed have yeah. been pretty solid games. Yeah. And the NBA has uh, has been very entertaining. And I think uh, with um, Kawhi shifting to the Clippers mm-hmm. has definitely brought a parody to the NBA that we haven't seen since the early 2010s. When even with uh, the Heat's big three, there were still um, you know, a formidable opponent in Boston uh, with their big three in there. Um, you still had other teams that were kind of fighting and in the mix. That was in the East, in the West, same thing. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of parity, even though you have your slight favorites and you know you go into a, a playoff series or the way they're playing, like the Lakers had the best record, right? Uh, yeah. In the West, uh, yeah. the best team in NBA was the Bucks. Yeah. But still, that's not that's not that's still not going to help you out down the road, which is, uh, you know. Uh, you know, in a seven game series, anything can happen. So I think, you know, the, the Lakers are going to suffer a scare, but I think they're going to run out of steam as they get into the conference finals. I think the Clippers are going to start building into it. Yeah. You know, um, you know, I think Mo Williams, after he secured his uh, sponsorship deal uh, with Magic City, <laughs> has, uh, is going to emerge as He's, a guy who's going to be a great threat. There you go. There you go. Those lemon pepper wangs, you know, they're going to give you them wangs, you know, going to be able to get you the, the the looks that you need you know and it's uh no it's incredible best good... wings best wings and according to uh yep oh i forget who it was the beat writer for i think it was the beat writer for the clippers in the athletic oh yeah, yeah he was yeah. just saying i don't know some he says like, yeah i'm gonna go try these wings and he's like yeah you know what we concur some of the best wings. we concur some with of the best uh, wings. mr williams yeah worth worth risking your life for question mark <laughs> Or your career, or your maybe future. Ah, whatever. You just got to quarantine yourself for two yeah, weeks. Yeah, I think it was more like, no, no, no. Is it worth risking future income? I think that was a big thing. <laughs> it's like, hmm, you, do you know what you could be doing for your uh, your contract there? But you know, he's a vet. He's got that. He's got that right. sixth man of the year money. You're right. He's you're got right. those. Tr- yeah, he's he he's can make good. Them I think can, there's yeah, exactly. Mo Williams is he's reputable. You know, you're right. He's got he's got that credibility. I mean, you know, you might not say it for others who haven't been in the league very often or that often, or you know, either ones who haven't been in the league at all, just at trying all. to crack a roster. Yeah, and then that's just a whole different can of worms. Yeah, and now even bringing in that. Moses, thank you for that that great segue. We're second in, we're we're walking into the NFL. Where yes, of course, <laughs> the award, the award. Yes, a round of applause. We have uh we have an interesting tale coming from the NFL world here. So we have uh one um Kima. I, I forgive me if I mess up his if his name, um, but he is in the spotlight as of recent. You know what I'm gonna ask? Uh, just due to the fact that uh, and then yeah, we have a bit of a video and I'm only only have college footage because you know he had like you had said yet to crack into the the actual big league, but. Um, uh, apparently a prospective uh, cornerback coming from Oklahoma State, you know, um, he went undrafted in the recent NFL draft, but that didn't keep him from finding a place uh, on the CFL on an NFL roster with the Seattle Seahawks. He might find himself in a CFL roster. He may, he may just not win at this instance, yes. Uh, but, um, you know, um, a, a, a very, a very benevolent, uh, gum chewing, um, Seattle Seahawks, uh, coach, you know, gave, gave him and a few other the coaching staff to do that at the beginning of the preseason. Um, they get a lot of the kids from, um, you know, the loss, loss of you. I understand that, but you know how to motivate. You got any preachers in your family? Anybody that's public? Speaking? just to test them out and see how they, they cut okay. against the regular roster and um, you have the potential to gain a spot right so he was still in this situation um, what about the X's through, and O's of this? Because I mean, none of the Rosses have been cut uh, You weren't around for, I guess, Jimbo and that crew, but... Uh, um, a little bit. A little and bit. Uh, the NFL decided they're going to do uh, a sort of a public scenario that gets him that opportunity to really room with the players, be strict with uh, what he's doing, and also just uh, get involved in the NFL, get a real taste of what it's been like the team. But it it's seems he couldn't do it alone. It seems he couldn't do it alone. It needed to get him to employ getting his girl over. And that's just not something you can do because it's only for the actual players, Moses. So what we ended up getting was we had a really great 
story because we have one Kima at the Dick Sporting Goods um, purchasing not only a NFL Seahawks top but bottom as well, dressing up a, a woman who seemed to be about five two, five three, um, and trying to get her snuck in to the Seattle Seahawks um, preseason camp. Now, I don't know about you, Moses, but I don't know too many people on an NFL team who uh, are about 5'2", five, 5'3", five, you know. Who, I, I'm not too sure what your position would be. Is there a position on the field for uh, someone I was going like to say, that? maybe if you were, yeah, but if you were like that height, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you got to be, you know, you got to be like upwards of like 200 pounds, Listen, my friend. Yeah. Because, you know, you need to be speedy. The and uh, like, for example, Darren Sproles, right? Speedy yeah. special teams guy, guy yeah. who running back who can catch out of the backfield. Yeah. Um, you know, that's the type of role that you probably find for a guy that, that, that height. Yes. But the person you're trying to sneak in is definitely not going to be built like Darren Sproles. Okay. No, not even close. <laughs> not yeah. even close. Unless that, um, unless that's uh silver ends, you know, preference, then, Hey, you know what? Muscle I mean, talk. you but know, I, I really, like, I, I was like, how do you think that was possible? That's all I had to ask. It's like, how, even if you were like, I got this. I know how we can do this. Yes. Yes. Like, yes you just got to trust yes. me. We're going to Dick Sporting Goods. This is what we're going to do. I'm going to get you dressed up gonna and dress you're going to you be up. a football. You know, you're... and I was like, all right. Listen. Like, you... this has like a comedy sketch written all over. Oh, for sure. For sure. It's, I mean, comical to even say that you you thought about the idea first, spoke to the, the, the girl you were with, and then said, we're going to execute it. You know, we talked this over and we both agree this seems like the best idea for moving forward. It shouldn't be that big a deal. You just got to look like you're a football player. Oh, really? I mean, let's let's get over the fact that on a regular case basis, any football team would already know who is and who isn't (laughs) supposed to be at training. I mean, I'm pretty sure they have a lot of these training grounds under lock and key. You, everyone gets assigned their own code or a biometric entrance. So it's not just something you can just walk into. You know, I think most facilities now are like that. Um, so then to further that by being so, I mean, actually, they could have said maybe she was, you know, Julius, Julius Edelman. Tyreek Hill, you know, these are not the biggest guys. <laughs> so maybe yeah. she could have passed off for that. But most of them are at least 200 pounds. Danny Amendola. Yeah, Danny Amendola. I, I mean, the list goes on. Could have been, you know, maybe special teams. I think that's probably where he went for. You know, you just say special teams, you know, people look the other way. It's like, because I don't know what the hell is special teams supposed to make up of. You know, you got big guys, you got small guys, you got a kicker, you got someone who can kick, you got someone who can run the ball. And I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a smorgasbord. But I say that to say this, this man deserves, you know, a round of applause for us, from us, Moses. I think um, definitely he worked as hard, if not harder than anyone else on that team. You know, he's really committed to football. Trying to find, but no, I'm, I'm trying to find pictures of his, uh, of his girlfriend. Yeah, so that is because, yet to surface I, and really and then because all- I want to know I want to I want to like just visualize yes. like the thought process because I'm thinking you know she might be a petite girl oh yeah right and, like in these ridiculously oversized like pads on with a helmet mm-hmm. and I'm just like it's just like clearly obvious she looks like a character from the Little Giants and would not pass <laughs> off for an NFL football player. That's that's what I'm kind of getting as a visual. So I wanted yes. to know what she looks like, um, and and, uh, and you're and, and just so like to get to that process because a part of me feels yeah that you know if you're going to be doing something like this, which a you should not, uh, considering the given circumstances that we're in right now with the pandemic, yeah, um, that if you were ever going to try this, that like, basically what I'm getting at here is this is clearly a person that is not mature enough. And no. by that, I mean, if you're going to come out with some kind of elaborate scheme, like this is just ridiculous. He did the thought process of, you know what? She <laughs> would not pass as a football player. No. And I think you mentioned this to me, yeah. perhaps maybe one of the trainers on the team, yeah. right? A physiotherapist. Physio. 
doctor. Yeah, something that you something. could say. You Technical know what? Stuff. That you can. Yeah, you can. And you know what? I'm sure if you're in somewhere that people are, you know, kind of vaguely. Uh, familiar with football, maybe she could pass off as one of the football coaches because we're starting to see more women coaching in the game, right? Consultant. So maybe you got to came out with something Anything. exactly. So maybe a marketing manager. He, I don't he, know. He's you could probably find something. Yes, you could find something. See, this is what this is called big boy thinking. Yeah. What we're doing right now. Yeah. This is, what, this is yeah. big boy thinking. This exactly. is what we're doing. Exactly. We're trying to figure out the best excuse if you were going to do this. Um, and the, the second thing I wanted to actually mention was how hard up are you um, that you cannot forego um, having a woman in your, in your, uh, in the bubble, in the bubble? Like, yeah. really, can you not just maybe just put that aside just for a little bit a few weeks. Uh, so that you can concentrate on making the team? Uh, you talk about guys who are not drafted no. and, you know, you're kind of given this last opportunity. Yeah. Basically, um, you know, you, you were not necessarily picked by uh, NFL uh, owners you're you're given this shot as a as a rebound so you would take this a little more seriously yeah um and i think that's where I, my mind doesn't go like if you're a pro guy first of all it'd be a dumb move regardless Ridiculously but it, it, but you would laugh you know yeah. you would laugh at it and you're like okay this is just wild why would you ever do something like that yeah. and then you kind of move forward but when you have no credibility you're not like mo williams mo williams has a pedigree of a, an nba uh you know uh well, I would say NBA God, considering what he's done uh, coming off the bench, uh, his career. Um, he's an amazing scorer, an, an elite scorer. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's on and off the court. Yeah, exactly. on and off, off the court. The court. <laughs> uh, you know, this is a guy who's who's got tremendous, uh, tremendous talent and yeah. has proven himself um, year after year after year. You are a rookie who did not get drafted, but is trying to make the team. Yeah. You have no the the logic here of you trying to make it. Now, is he an idiot for what he did? Yes. <laughs> but is he an idiot in general? No, because we all make mistakes. We're all idiots at one point of our our lives. Yes. We've all done something that was ridiculously stupid. For Maybe sure. not something that could you know jeopardize you hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars. But we've all done something <laughs> stupid along our lines, and we have to say, okay, we're going to mature from this and move on. So I wish him all the best. I hope everything works out for him, and then he has a great illustrious football career. But yeah, this is just a completely dumb move uh, for multiple reasons. One, why would you bring somebody into an area that's supposed to be secure and safe given the times? And two, the excuse, uh, the idea, the thought process, you would think was something, you know, a little smarter than, you know what? Dressing her like a football player. Yeah. Done and done. Yeah. That's why I'm so curious to know what this woman looks like because I just want to see, I want to know. <laughs> Like, what are we dealing with here? Like, you know, What's is she level? like five three, like a buckle five? Like, what is she? I, right? That's what I was thinking. She like too, five like, eleven, and you're like, okay, but yeah. you know, really, you know, like athletically built. You know, maybe not like as a pro football player. Is that's he, just he, you know is, beefy. Is he, but yeah. I mean, like she, like I, I'm curious. The mind wants to know. Damn it, the mind I went to, needs <laughs> to know. I'm so trying to figure this we're, out. We're calling out to everyone in the ether and to the the particular Dick Sporting Goods that may have the. Uh, the footage of him purchasing said equipment or said uh, kit, if we could get a bit of insight, what section of the store were they shopping in? Because if they were still in the... If, kid they, section? Were, if they were in the kids section, ladies Extra section, small, sir. You have an extra small jersey? If we're getting a form-fitting jersey, that's even worse. Then then you're not even trying. Now, now you're just, you know, you're getting the female, the, 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 the women-specific, like, like they're they're you know you know what I'm talking about where they just they they're they're cut differently and they're they're a bit more form fitting. Then you're just come on, what are we doing here, man? What are we doing? That's probably what he was asked at the door. What are we doing here? You know, because you clearly don't take this seriously. I mean, uh, I I wish him the best of luck. He's 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 a champ, and he's the guy. You know, he's he's the homie. Thank you, thank you for providing the laughs that we needed to yeah, start the week. Of off course, right. of course. Um, and then, yeah, to wrap, uh, we also had one other thing here for the NFL. We also have uh, the Washington football team. Moses, they just got a new president. Um, what does that, what do you think? What does the timing say to you? Suggest, you know? Great, great move. Yeah. Um, I do love this. Um, I really do. I really like this move uh, because for multiple reasons. Mm -hmm. This was not just a, a higher that you would be like, okay, it's just a, a affirmative action. Yeah. Uh, this is someone who has a NFL pedigree. Yes. 
uh, someone that uh, not only has played the game, but has the educational background to back up um, the the resume that you're looking for in terms of the quality. I'm trying to remember. Jason Wright is the one I'm picking up. Jason so Wright. becoming the first black president, yeah. uh, NFL president of a team, uh, which is phenomenal. Huge. And uh, just looking, yeah, I'm just trying to uh, get the specifics of his resume. It's 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 remarkable because he did, um, you know, he does have the the, the backings of uh, what he did because he went back to school. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying yeah. to, yeah, to and, and, and uh, got it. And, oh, Jesus, finished I, school. He's worked this. for uh, Fortune 500 companies as well. Yes. He's been an executive yes. and- as well. Um, and he was a consult. I think he was a consulting member of a few NFL teams um, previous or even to the Reds. Uh, ooh, almost had a little pop up there. <laughs> almost, yeah, with the Washington. The team formerly team. known as yes. Redskins? Yeah, yes. Yeah, there you go. Hey. Like Prince, they just make themselves a <laughs> yeah, symbol. That'd symbol. be much better than the stupid crappy W I, that they have I on agree. there. I agree. I agree. Don't Washington Football Team. Uh, That's so worse. Stupid. Worse. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Maybe we we'll just call themselves the Washington Rights. Just name it after the guy. Like my, like my, like my Cleveland Browns. Yeah, come on, do do, do that. And it, the the double W's, fantastic. That would it be works sick. both ways. That'd be sick. That'd be sick. And, and you're mean, honoring a man who's made an, an incredible leap in terms of the uh, the, NFL. the NFL. So, yes, yeah. he did go to the business world, MBA at the University of Chicago was trying to find um, uh, in terms of uh, where he went. So he, he does have Learned. this. Uh, he does have the acumen uh, from a business op standpoint. Yeah, he is a football guy. And to have that combination is a, a perfect recipe to rebuild an organization that has been poor over the last say decade right that has since, not lived since up I've to their experience <laughs> you might argue yeah. you might argue it's been a long time man you know uh john gibbs john gibbs can only do so much right yeah he, he can only he can only come back so much before you got to say okay you got he got to rest him because he, he's not going to be long for this world if, if, you, no. <laughs> if you want to coach the no. washington football no. team no. so my thing is uh this is a fantastic uh, hire um, a lot of uh, a lot of kudos to Washington. This is probably the, one of the smartest moves Dan Snyder has done yeah. um, as uh, the owner of the team. And hopefully that this is going to be something that's going to you know bear more fruit down the road. So this is not just some guy who was hired for the sake of diversity or the no. fact that this is a PR nightmare. This is a guy, and let me explain carefully, has the credentials to do this job, has exceptional business acumen, he is also a former player. Yeah, he ha- he is the perfect man for the job, in all fronts. So you cannot hate on this man. Give him the opportunity, which they have, and watch him do his thing. If he does not have a great, you know, uh, career as an executive, then you know, obviously, if if a business is not working out, you get rid of him. But you give him the opportunity, see what happens. This is a great move. I'm personally happy about it. Good to hear. Glad to hear that. I believe that this is going to be a very big change for the Washington Association. I agree with you there. D.C. itself has needed something rejuvenating. Um, None of the sports franchises have really been doing, been pretty effective in the last while. So I'd imagine as a team, as a city, well, I should say barring the capitals, sorry. My disrespect. Well, we got a chip of, and the Nationals. Of, of Don't forget, my Nats also won uh, an NBA yeah, 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 title. Yeah, 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 All right, yeah, yeah, what am I saying? Major right, League yeah, Baseball yeah, title. MLB. Whatever. Sorry, go. I got. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm thinking. Now. I'm thinking uh, a couple months down the road when uh, Celtics yeah. hoisting the. <laughs> yeah, you uh, lucid, lucid dreaming, Moses is. Uh, as long as you I don't know, there must there must be something in my coffee, man. Yeah, at least maybe there's something. There's probably something in my coffee. Oh yeah, you should get that looked at. We should definitely put q-tip that it's gonna make um, for it's gonna make for a great day it's <laughs> gonna make for a great day it's gonna be a fantastic day <laughs> but yeah no i, I tomorrow def- not so much but no. today yeah. <laughs> yeah today's gonna be good but i i definitely do agree with you on that standpoint i think they need this change this is going to be very rejuvenating and i think refreshing in in the fact that there it's there's action taking place i completely agree that credential wise he is fit for the job. I looked at uh, looked a bit about what he had done, and and the fact that he this isn't just him being thrown in 
to an organization or or uh, or a system that he's unfamiliar with he's cut his teeth already at an administrative level so he understands the workings and he's able to adapt so this is not going to be a sort of um the, the funny thing is it, it's it technically is it's not a uh, virtue signal in the way that he's being picked specifically for the color of his skin. It is an incredible feat that they're actually making that step. And it's something that I think it, it, it you know, far too late in, in the history of this sport that it's happening now. Because, you know, the, the, the sport itself has been diverse for a very long time, we could effectively say there's people from all backgrounds and representation in the league so it didn't really matter previously but it's ridiculous that it's a stat that's happened today but glad that he's gotten the opportunity and i look forward to seeing what they what he's able to do how he transforms his team first of all we definitely want a name better name than this so You know, I'm hoping I'm hoping he's going to come through with at least something good, something strong, energize the city again, get people behind them, you know, because I mean, this is the same team that in like erected an RG3 statue. Can you, you know, this is no greater depth than that, you know, to have an actual piece of 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 to actually have brick, mortar, stone of a man who brought you nothing. So, you know, they need something there. They need something. And I think this yeah. is a good this is good for them. So hopefully we're hoping for the next season. This is going to be a brand new team. You know, they're going to be doing a lot more. And um, yeah, we look forward to it. Uh, I also just wanted to recap quickly to say that um, Cam Newton's looking great. Saw a few clips of him in the red shirt. He's throwing that pigskin like it ain't nothing nice, you know. I I uh, think every the, all the all the the flack and the back talk needs to stop. Um, my man's gonna show you guys how it's done. I'm a Cam Newton fan if you haven't figured out before. But yeah, that's all I wanted to say on that. Moses, did you know any? Do you have anything on that? No. Uh, no, I don't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he just keeps dressing ridiculously and <laughs> keep it up. We'll just leave it hey, at that. Hey, I want to see. I want to see what those Walmart guys, uh, those Walmart greeters, do on the field for the Patriots. <laughs> oh, mm, yeah, it's gonna be a little. I'm just saying they they're, they're hiring everybody. Yeah, they're, they're oh, looking for people. Wow. I'm just wow. saying. Wow. Okay, Moses. Somebody's got to protect Cam's blind side. Okay, I don't think gotta, uh, Gladys, you gotta, uh, the 13 year checker, you know, uh, you know, guy. working the. The checkout is going to be the person that you want to be uh, helping the the blind side of Cam Newton. I'm just saying. And this is and this is coming from a Panthers team that already was struggling to keep him safe. <laughs> so, yeah, good luck, Cam. <laughs> you know, when you get hit, you know, if it's too tough, don't get up. Just lay, just lay down, just lay down and take deep deep breaths. But um. To switch once more, I also wanted to switch into the footy, and uh, just because we have a little bit of, I'm not going to play the Sterling clip because it's too painful and I cannot work on the volume. Not too sure what's wrong there, but I will talk to you a little bit about the most brutal um, showing of uh, football I've seen in a very long time. Not since the World Cup, and the irony is Moses, a lot of the guys who um, initially gave that initial performance and in, in the um, it was an eight. It was an eight-two or seven-one thrashing of uh, of Brazil in the 2016 World Cup, if I'm not mistaken. Germany mm-hmm. against uh, yeah, Brazil, and uh, we got to see someone in Brazil. Of, yeah, in Brazil, and we got to see someone of a you know, it's not exact, but very similar to because I mean, the one half was still Germany, basically. <laughs> So we got to really see uh, Bayern Munich crush Barcelona eight uh, two, and um, I I just wanted to quickly say Moses uh, because I've been holding this in for the last week and a bit, but uh, I I remember a joke in grade eleven uh, and grade ten. I was it was a very I was very despondent this day because uh, Arsenal had just lost eight two to Man United. It was, we'd just been walloped 8-2. to 
And uh, there was this kid named Trent Springer. I'll never forget Trent. I hope he's doing great. I hope he's still alive. Um, you know, there was never a time I wanted to pull out my peanut butter sandwich more because Trent had a, uh, an incredibly uh, uh, precocious uh, peanut allergy that could flare up at any moment. And he would be left, you know, um, on, on the, the operating floor if he came into contact with even the slightest bit of peanut butter. Moses, that day I really wanted to because he was a Man United fan and he said, Tendo, I'd hate to be you right now. And I said, oh, I hope someone else gets to feel this because I've, I've never been in so much pain before in my life. And now I get to say to Barcelona and Lionel Messi, I would hate to be you right now. Eight to be you, just a, just a crushing defeat. Moses, what do you? What's your take? What do you think? Well, I, I think um, Germany's dismantling of Barcelona. Barcelona, five times champions in their thirteenth successive quarterfinal competition record. They've lost four of their last six, mind you, and nine points dropped in their post-lockdown indifferent run cost them their La Liga title defence. Could the semi-final lineup in the Champions League be missing Spanish clubs for the first time since 2007? Because the bookies have Bayern Munich's odds on favourites tonight in their 250th Champions League match. Yes. Group stage to final. Oh, yes. Here comes uh, Bayern as well Basically called him. Cleanest of strikes, but it's enough to get it in the corner. Pixar is mad. Yeah, exactly. It's Watch Messi just gonna light them up. He is just gonna gobble them up. This is gonna be bad. And it turned out, no, I was completely wrong. Uh, you know, Rumenega, the president of Bayern, and I think a whole bunch of Bayern fans were like, yeah, this is gonna be easy. I like, you can't say anything, you cannot say anything bad. And if you are a Barca fan, and if you are the front office of Barca, you're looking at him thinking, trying to try to hide or wind anywhere, but they're annoyed. Six foot five and do nothing about that. It's an incredible finish. He gets up tough. Not enough on it, but that's the threat uh, but for Bayern that they have when they hold such a high line. I'm a big goalkeeper with huge experience, and he's going to be asked a question again now. This is the post. Busquets came in, didn't make any sort of contact with the ball. Lovett's the goalkeeper, the entire Bayern Munich defence hit the woodwork. Semi-final prior, not the the debacle against Liverpool, but the one before that. Yeah. And what ended up happening was the chance now. You guys ended up capitulating, not just season but eventually after another 90 minutes in the second half of the game well, it was his cross for the first goal, and it's his finish for the second goal, and it's the pressure of Bayern high up the pitch again. And they know where the space is, they know Semedo's out of position. It's a strong finish to Stegen, stands up as his near post, backs himself to save it, goes with his foot just because of the pace, but also the accuracy is just too far away from him. He's Thiago once again. I thought bringing Antoine Griezmann was a competition. And again, I'm not shooting on Antoine Griezmann. I just don't know if he fits the Barcelona style. That's just how I see it. And I don't know if he looked comfortable. Maybe there's some people out there who are Barca fans who watch the religious league. And it's a wonderful moment for him. He knows if he could just wait long enough. He could see the bounce. He knows he's got the right side of him. He I'm waits like, for it to drop, has the patience, he and it's a low clinical finish. But again, Muller, we talk about him getting in those pockets, providing the assist. It's what Bayern do, and that movement, it's so hard to come against. The injuries are kind of catching up to him as well. 
I, I just don't see there's there's anything there where I can say that doesn't play. They're having it again, and they should have scored again. And would you believe it? Lewandowski has not made it more. Well, Harley, 13 goals already in this competition, and it's just Steger again, and he's looking to play under pressure, Busquets, and they're asking for chances to be given against him. You just don't play in the ball there. A man runs towards your own goal under pressure. Don't give him the ball. They're going to be fighting for either a bottom table Champions League or a European squad. Deep position in there. It's just there's nothing there that is very tantalizing and makes you say they're very deep. Hopefully so you feel him, but it's the run of Navri that makes the challenge that allows Kimmich to get the second chance, and it's just a run. Not a post where to go, get across his man, get across the near post. Just needs to get a touch on it. It's a wonderful ball. Just a toe poke. Barcelona now they must be just get us to half time at four one because this could be this could be cricket score within no time. Better here for Barcelona. Jordi Alba, another thirty-one. It's kind of funny because it's, this it, by it, line is so high. It's a great touch. Looks up, finds Suarez, and here's the skill. Really looking for him to shoot on his stronger right foot. He knows that their power tanks thinking that clever little turn inside, a strong finish with his left foot. Yeah. Maybe, maybe an inkling back into the game. In fact, skipping run by Alcon today. Supposed to be better than Messi, right? Yes, he broke the 60 million pound rated fullback. Alcon's dead. See you later. Uh, Brilliant run by Davis. Sensational. I don't know about that, but despite how I think he's, I think I think Davis is, is, is better than him. Yeah, because he's he in a different position. Some yeah, top player yeah. at the but top still, of his it, game. Look at the skill, the confidence, yeah. just to look. I'm going to go this yeah. way, I'm going to go that way. Goodbye, I'm gone. And then the coolness, the calmness to find the other fullback for the simplest of finishes. We said at the start of the game, the combinations, they can score from any angle and here it is one fullback on the byline cutting it back to the other fullback four yards out surely that's game over that's a sensational goal it really is not just the run of Davis but the way that Kimmich made a strikers run into the box bent his run got into the edge of the six yard area and finished he's left his man De Jong for dead there Kimmich with the run Coutinho again, Muller. Coutinho. Lewandowski, he has his goal. He's very attacking. Look at it. It might be a touch offside. There's an argument about it. VAR may decide this, but it's the difference between the two teams here. Coutinho all the time in the world to pick out his man. He's got Barcelona players around him to pick out, and no one presses him down. They're looking for a seven. And I definitely do see that. They've just shot to bits, aren't they? Barcelona, you look at it now, and it's four or five options, and the man on the ball has for Bayern. It's a poor touch from Coutinho. Eight, nine yards out, the full touch, and he still gets his shots away. So many things have come back to Portland tonight. They let Thiago go a long time ago. I really do. He was outstanding against like them. Might be something in my coffee, but damn it, I'm going to be coming to theme it today. It's, it's the renaissance of Neymar. He's on the edge of the box again. It could be in here. Mark and it is towards Coutinho. Neymar has, I think, the maturity and the frustration with the injuries and the heavy criticism that he had. And the situation that he had with the Paris fans, I think, has, has culminated into a, a guy who is maturing before our very eyes. And the stories that I've read about a guy who's, you know, becoming more of that leader that you expected from him prior mm -hmm. going into to Paris to now being that guy who is putting an arm around a teammate, the guy who's very encouraging, the guy who, you know, people love to play with, right? Yeah. He's a guy, you know, we already know he's an exceptional gifted uh, talent, yeah. um, especially going forward. And, you know, you look at the first leg against Atalanta, he should have had like two or three goals. Like the amount of chances that he created as well, um, Incredible and, and putting pressure yeah. on the, yeah, he, he was, he was a fantastic player, yeah. but he was, he was willing to kind of put all, even though he was a man of the match, he was willing to put that aside to the side and to let compliment others. his other teammates. Yeah. For sure. Saying they were very incredible in terms of putting him in those positions um, to excel 
and, and giving props to others. I see a maturation process. This is just only the beginning. I think we're seeing a, a different stage of Neymar. And I think that and you couple that with the, the extreme talent that you have with Mbappe, they're going to be a formidable duo that's going to be around Paris and Ligue 1 and Champions League for years. I think we're just seeing the start of it. I think PSG has a legitimate chance of winning the Champions League. Huh. Huh. You heard it here first, folks. I Moses mean, coffee has Moses, it. Moses, 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 special, Moses, special coffee is special coffee on the screen. Who knows? There we go. Yeah. Who knows what's actually inside? Um, because, you know, that's, the that's gift. a, yep. that's a Bayern team. I left my chalice at home. So I, I or of I left course. the chalice at the dishwasher. Of so course, I had to, of course, of course, I had yeah, to result to in the little travel mark. Yeah. The little travel so it, 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 it brings down the, the, the value of the content of the coffee, but no, nonetheless, no, 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 it doesn't. What, oh, it, it, this is purely representative of Neymar, where he is changing <laughs> for the better. It's not on what's the outside. It's it, what's on the oh, inside that counts. Okay, there we go. Oh, my goodness. Look at this. Did I not mention he was a sage? We're also, we're also going to have a reading rainbow uh, <laughs> yeah. story time hour. Yeah. With LeVar Burton coming up just to kind of wrap this episode with a nice little bow. Hey, guys. <laughs> it's written yeah. rainbow. <laughs> Wouldn't you like to read with me? But, yeah, no. Of course. I am, yeah. I, I am, uh, yeah, LeVar, a.k.a. Jordy LaForge. Yeah, that's, Star, that's Star <laughs> just Oh, boy. Yeah, just with those Cyclops over there. Um, no, but uh, I do think that it's going to be a tough race. PSG have shown that they've they actually want it. You know, number one, by removing Cavani as a factor, was your first success. Um, I've always said this guy. I don't know why you even why they were paying for him for so long. He was he, well. He played well. It wasn't like in the French played, league. But... Yes, in the French league, he's really good. But that's because everyone in Rennes is like slow. Everyone in like Bordeaux is slow. <laughs> everyone in they're all slow. Dijon. Well, Dijon. Like, you know. Montpellier. Montpellier. Monaco. Monaco hasn't really seen Don't forget. Success. Yeah. Don't forget Lille. Lille. You know. The only people they ever really care Marseille. about. Marseille. Marseille is good. Lyon is good. And I pretty think, I think that's pretty much it. You know. Saint-Étienne. saint Etienne has those times. They're a rugged team. For they sure, they, they for fight. For sure, for sure. But I... I you you know, know, sometimes you'll you'll get those surprises. Like, you know, Monaco every once in a while. And they sell all the players. And that's the case. Like, they had... Fel, they remember they had Falcao, Mbappe. They had some great, great talent. Yeah, yeah, that was... Uh, Thomas you know, that ended up... Yeah, that ended up winning the, the league, I believe, at one point. So... And you know, now Monaco look where they are. Time. Now look where they are, Moses. You see, fighting Monaco. relegation. Exactly. So my point is, is that in Europe, yeah, Cavani was very formidable. I mean, within France, he was very formidable. I don't discount that. That's why they always put him as number one, and that's why you know Mbappe had to always play behind him because he had that seniority. He was a he's a, he was an in a box to box. You know, he could get you at least a goal a game, right? But Champions League. Cavani struggled. European football was out of pace for him, and I don't think they ever really acknowledged that until now. I think Mbappe has always been that good. I think Neymar has always been that good. But I think that having to play second and third fiddle behind Cavani has always been their biggest struggle. And now that you have the combination with those two who are a lot younger, Di Maria, who's also being able, who's also able to contribute, and a lot of a whole host of other younger players. That's why I, I agree with you in that why in thinking PSG can at least make the final because they have a revamped team. But can they beat the juggernaut? I don't know. It remains to be seen. I think the teas, the coffee's a little wild today. Uh, maybe a few too many drops of whatever it is. To coin a, you know, to coin a phrase, to coin a phrase, even though I'm, I'm not saying that PSG is not talented. They yes. are talented. Yeah. There's no question about that. Mm-hmm. Um. But I think the biggest thing that you have to to remember it's will will always beat skill. If you have the will to win, this is it's been played out. You hear it a lot in hockey as well. But if you have the will, yeah. it beats out skill. Always, right? if, if the skill is there, but they don't have the will. If the other team is hungrier than you are, and chances are they're going to beat you. We're going to see this again. I mm-hmm. think we're going to see something, and it's going to be disappointing for Rumenega. Congratulations, you guys <laughs> beat Barca. Will you make the finals? <laughs> Excellent chance. But will you go farther than that? Yeah. When the, you were going to hoist the, the trophy? Yeah. 
I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't think so. I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, what we'll, happens over the next. We'll uh, see. Yeah, we'll, here. we'll see what happens in Lisbon. And uh, you know what? Now that thinking about it, saying you've beaten Barcelona is starting to become more and more commonplace. Um, over the last, I think, four seasons in Champions League, Barcelona have been knocked out pretty poorly. Uh, yeah, in fantastic in fashion. <laughs> like, it's been it's been progressively worse. worse like yeah. heartbreaking. Liverpool right? was pretty bad last season, but that is that pales yeah. in comparison. But this one, at least you you know, it's being like at least you're shot in the face, right? Oh, the bat. man, like it's so it is so bad. I like you you yeah. Like to, it's one thing when you're up three 0 on aggregate. Not giving up an away goal and then lose four three. When I was and then to the way Trent Alexander was having so much fun in that game, I felt disrespected as well. I'm not even a Barcelona player, but I felt disrespected. I'm like, this is a kid, and he's like, he's having the time of his life right now. You guys oh, yeah. can't even contain him, and he's a defender. Oh my god. But yeah, no, I, I digress. But an incredible game. And um, yeah, we'll see. PSG, I, I think it'll be an interesting final. Um, but thank you, everybody, uh, for listening for another week of Beyond the Bleachers podcast. Uh, I think we've we've hit hit the end here. we got to get Moses out. Moses got to go watch the Flames, hit up the playoffs. I think, have they already started, actually? They may have. Yeah, the game's uh, well underway for us. So those who are listening, the game is starting. The so, yeah. game is underway, and they are playing in. Uh, they are in the playoffs still in contention. Um, yeah. Also wanted to say that I'm very hurt. The Canucks uh, bandwagon is faltering here on this side of the the coast, Moses. Uh, the Blues really kicked the shit out of us. So a uh, l- lot less uh, Canuck jerseys out today. Uh, <laughs> but you know what? The bandwagon holds firm. Um, so yeah, we'll, uh, get to talk later on. Uh, everyone have a good evening. Moses, is there anything else you wanted to add? Uh, no, uh, good. Just going to be excited to see what happens, uh, with the uh, playoffs as they wind down. The Canadian Premier League has also started up. So, yes. uh, Calvary from Calgary, Alberta, Canada, doing yes. a fantastic job. So they're okay. looking to do more of the same. Uh, we just saw some, uh, great Champions League, uh, semifinals, uh, that just, uh, one game just wrapped up, of course. So we're talking about PSG as they advance to the final on Sunday and they'll wait the winner of Bayern and Lyon which goes on Wednesday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Goodness. Would and everything... then Sunday's going to, so we're going to, we're going to have tons to talk about on Sunday. Yeah. With the, with the bubble, with everything being in a bubble, everything is happening at super quick speed. So I oh, keep yeah. forgetting that like, they're like, Oh yeah, we're moving on to the next round right now. Um, so I uh, look forward to that next, next week. We're going to have even more to talk about Moses. It's been a slice. Uh, glad to glad to hear and see that you're okay. And like always, just every week, Paul Pierce ain't shit. And uh, you know, I uh, yeah, no, doesn't matter. Yeah, 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 no, of course, be specifically because of that. But uh, <laughs> more, I give you more. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, well, talk to me when you don't leave a game in a wheelchair to go take a poop, Moses. Yeah, it's just genius. Man. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Just a crap pants? It's like, it's like nah. the spelling bee. Nah. It's his. Nah. It was. This was his spelling bee version. He collapsed to the floor. <laughs> I'm in their mentals, man. They can't handle this it. What's up, man? This what's up. <laughs> All right, everybody. You knew it. it. You yeah. knew it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, everybody. Goodbye. All right, bye. This podcast is a Collab House production.